Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking today with vocalist Maud Hickson. She's got a show coming up at Crooners this weekend, and Maud, it has been way too long. So nice to hear your voice. Good morning. Good morning, Emily. Same to you. <laughs> so tell us about your show coming up on Saturday at Crooners. We are doing a show, and by we, I mean Rick Carlson. Uh, on piano and myself, we're doing a show that we call Judy Garland, A Star is Born in Minnesota, because Judy Garland was born in Minnesota, and some people don't know that, but her father had a movie theater in Grand Rapids, Minnesota, mm -hmm. and in the 20s, she made her debut there, and uh, as a teenager, obviously, she made it to MGM and became a movie star. And most people know her story after that, but there are a lot of aspects that people don't know about. So this show comes from the perspective of the songwriters who wrote for her and influenced her and were her friends and um, kind of uh, had Judy as a muse because they mm. wrote songs that she introduced. And it's just a really interesting musical story. Um, and sometimes I think that her life gets overshadowed by her personal story because that was so dramatic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So you've been a fan of her uh, from the time you were a kid. So what what do you think hooked you when, when you were young? Well, I think that I originally became fascinated with her early musicals that she made when she was a teenager. And I was a teenager at the time. And so you know, it was easy to relate to her. Sure. And when I discovered that she was from Minnesota, it seemed easier to relate <laughs> to her. But I think that I was very impressed by how mature a singer she was at the age of 13. I mean, anyone who's seen The Wizard of Oz would agree that she had such uh, a powerful acting presence at that moment and mm -hmm. that her voice supported that. It was a really interesting, unique voice. Yes, indeed. Uh, so talk to us about some of the songs that you'll sing. You mentioned that, you know, people wrote for her. What are some of those songs? Yes. Well, from The Wizard of Oz, of course, people might be aware that Harold Arlen wrote all these songs, brand new songs for her. And um, that over the Rainbow was a tune that they weren't even sure they were going to keep in the movie. Hmm. And it just barely made the cut. Um, her last big film has wonderful songs that were, were written for her by Ira Gershwin mm. um, and Harold Arlen coming back again. Um, and there are songs from that movie that people don't really remember because they were sort of throwaway tunes in the film, but they were written with a lot of care and they were written specifically for her. So we'll go back and put the spotlight on those. And and then her great friend Johnny Mercer wrote a lot of classic songs for her um that old black magic was inspired by their relationship um and yeah lots of other interesting things along the way people that uh were instrumental in her career but that might not be super well-known songwriters today so the show is saturday five thirty p.m in the dunsmore room at crooners can you talk to us a little bit about how that'll work well, I think it's very exciting because Crooners has been really uh, particular about making changes in their club so that people can come and feel 
comfortable and safe and still have a wonderful entertainment experience. So if you go to their website, it outlines all of those modifications. And um, we're just really excited to be there because it's uh, it's our home away from home, musically. Yeah. yeah. And Maude, of course, I've had you on the morning show many times in the past about various uh, things that you've got going on. And each time that mm-hmm. I've kind of checked in with various musicians throughout the pandemic, I'm always interested to hear what kinds of things that you've been working on over the last several months, because obviously your life changed dramatically uh, when you couldn't perform anymore. So do you mind uh, just kind of giving us a little insight into some of the activities that you've been able to accomplish or things you've uh, done? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yes. I mean, obviously when we would do these interviews before I would come over there right? and then I would go to breakfast at Al's breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) So I miss doing things like that, but you know, it does make time to do other things that Mm -hmm. are more difficult to accomplish when you are performing. Um, one of the interesting things I've noticed is that now that I'm not constantly preparing for performance, um, I am able to listen to music more than I have in years. Um, Because when you're preparing for a show, you kind of have the music running like in the background in a little internal jukebox. And I don't have that uh, most of the time now. So uh, (laughs) it's been really a great chance to catch up on uh, a lot of the music that I have loved and wanted to spend some time with again, but also listening to new music or new old music <laughs> and uh, and work on my upcoming recording project, which it really requires a lot of concentrated time where you're not distracted. Mm. And it's hard to not encounter constant distraction when you're booking things and yeah. um, doing all the other jobs that we usually do. Right. So that's been invaluable because I feel like we're getting very close to being ready to go in the studio. Nice. And yeah, and, and just being able to to sit down and write grants and and put lots of extra time into things that are usually done while I'm doing so many other things. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so you're also in a, I guess, fortunate position in that you happen to live with your accompanist, don't you? <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, we we realize how fortunate we are. And so we're really taking advantage of that, too. Um, and of course, it's something we absolutely love is to be able to sit down and work on music. So we try to do that every day. Amazing. And it, it provides a little structure, too, because... Um, that's one thing that I think is difficult right now is we don't have appointments yeah. <laughs> to keep us on track necessarily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Maud, you'll be performing Saturday the 6th at 5.30 p.m. at Crooners with pianist Rick Carlson. Do you want to say more about the show before we have to go? Um, I guess I would say that Judy Garland is one of those people who has a lot more depth and facets to her then are um, necessarily presented one way or another. Um, And so I think, as Liza Minnelli so well put it, the best way to get to know her is to watch her films, to listen to her music. Um, And so I'm hoping this show really supplements that, um, because I really think that you can understand her best through her music. 
Maud Hickson, Rick Carlson performing Saturday night at Crooners Supper Club, 5.30 p.m. Learn more at croonersmn.com. Maud, thank you so much. It was really great to speak with you today. Thanks, Emily. I appreciate it.